Hi, it's Cree Mitchell, and I'm sorry it's been a while. I've had uh, some deaths in the family, and I've kind of taken a break. And now I'm back, and today I'd like to talk about, again, a, a, the issue of forgiveness and, and dealing with people. And, and the process of forgiveness, it's a walk. It's a mental walk. It's a spiritual walk. And sometimes it ends up being a physical walk where you literally have to walk away and walk to calm yourself down and get in a quiet place and just reflect and pull yourself together to know who you are. Keep remembering who you are and take yourself to a higher level. Uh, the Bible is is explicit on, on dealing with forgiveness in a lot of areas. And, and one of my favorite scriptures, my grandpa Joe used to... to to uh, read it to me all the time, because when you're walking through the process of forgiveness, the individual that may have that have brought the offense, sometimes they will appear insensitive, and they may be angry, even though it was something that they did to you, because they're expecting you to continue to be the same way you are. And there are sometimes there are people who will manipulate you. And they're always relying on you and expecting you to be their rock. And you have to step back and protect yourself. Not only protect yourself, but you have to be able to love you enough to do what's best for you. And sometimes people get offended by that. And they will continually, there are those that will continually to try to come at you and say things about you and and cause other people to question your integrity and who you are and, and your purpose for the things that you do. And there's times, even in those situations, that no matter what you do, people will not believe the truth that comes out your mouth. And, and you sit and you wonder, God, why? Well, Psalms 37, which is a Psalms my grandfather would quote a lot, it says, fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness or iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shall you dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness, and surely or truly you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust, lean on and rely on and be confident in him also. And he will bring things to pass, everything to pass. And he will make you upright and right standing with him. And, and, your, and your right standing with him will go forth as the light. And justice, your justice and right as the shining new day. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him. And patiently lean yourself upon him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the evil man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. Evil doing. And this is a good Psalms, if you read it on. It tells, it tells about how there are people who are evil enough to continually plot to do things against you no matter how you try to do right. Jesus said it's unavoidable that offenses come, but woe to the one who brings the offenses. 
Sometimes just getting up in the morning, just breathing, people can become offended because you're up and you're breathing, you're minding your own business, and they still become offended. You have to learn to maneuver through that. And the best way to do that is to take a step back from whatever the situation is and spend time with God. Get in the word of God. Spend time meditating. Sometimes quieting yourself. Finding a quiet place for you. Finding a hobby or something that you can do. And centering on being the better you. Let them do what they do. You become the better you. Because there are times when there's nothing you can do to change a situation. God has to do it. He has to do it. And that's kind of one of the things that I've been working on and looking at and readjusting my focus. Because what I don't want to do is become, and what you don't want to do is become someone totally opposite and totally twisted and warped behind the circumstances and situations of what people do to you. You got to be able to continue to move on and become the better person that you need to be to accomplish what, the goals in life that you want to. Because you have to realize that you matter. It matters what you think. It matters who you are. And it matters where you're going. It matters that you have goals. And if you don't have goals, you need to set some. They can be small, minute, or large. But have goals for yourself, things that you want to accomplish. And you do that at any age. I've taken classes with people who were in their 90s who wanting to learn the computer and get a computer degree. And I was amazed because they continued to have goals and you have to have that. A lot of times people who are antagonistic or I don't want to call them evil, but that's what you seem to think sometimes when they come at you. So it's because they don't have a goal. They have a low self-esteem. They don't have confidence in themselves. And so they're anti anything that's trying to do right. Even though you have not, you're, your life is yours and theirs is theirs. They hate you because of what they see in you when all they have to do is clean up the mess in their life to become the better person they need to be. And this psalm was like, you know, don't fret, don't worry, don't get on Facebook and say a bunch of stuff about them and rant and rave. You know, go on, shake the dust off your feet and continue to do what you need to do for you because they cannot stop you from living. They cannot stop you from being the person that you're pushing forward to be. And that's what counts. It's not what they think or what they do. And I know it'll hurt. I've been there. I know it hurts. The lies and stuff that people tell on you. I know it hurts. But it's like what Martin Luther King said. How long? Not long, because a lie can't last forever. And the truth will always come out. Jesus told his disciples a fabulous scripture that I love, something he said. He said that uh, anything that is done in the dark will come to the light. And so that's what we have to really realize that if you anything, any evil thing that people do is found in St. Luke chapter 8 and 17. There is nothing hidden that shall not be disclosed and nothing concealed that shall not be brought to the light. So if it's done in the light, it's done with, the, I mean, done in the darkness, it's done with the express purpose that it has to come to the light. That's a law. That's a spiritual law. It's going to come to the light. The truth is going to be exposed no matter what. And there are people that seem to think that other individuals are their constant doormat and they'll be in families. It could be friendship. I mean, I, I've experienced it on both levels. 
And when you stand up and say, I'm not going to accept this treatment, I'm moving on, I'm giving you space, but I'm going to do what's best for me, then they get upset and they get angry. And it's kind of sad because the relationship wasn't built on the right thing. And you realize that. So you're like, okay, this is not acceptable. I don't treat you that way. You can't treat me that way. And then they become upset. So the only thing you can do is kind of step back from it. Doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means that you're drawing a line in the sand and saying, this is not tolerable. I'm not tolerating this. Because whatever you accept is what continually will come back to you. And if you accept bad treatment from people, they will continue to give it to you. No matter how good you are to them, you can be nice to them all you want to. It's not going to change because you accept what they give you. You don't allow them to know that there are consequences and you can't treat me that way. I have had to tell people, look, I don't treat you that way. You're not going to treat me that way. There is a boundary. And there's some relationships that I've had to allow be destroyed because they were not built on the right foundation. And there's some relationships that will not be rebuilt. And I accept that. I don't have a problem with it. At first it was shocking because it was like, but, but no, you know what? People don't always love you the way you love them. And that's okay. But I can give you the distance for you to find yourself. And I'm going to move on my journey. And that's what you have to do. And don't feel bad about having to let go. Some people are not going to go with you through your full journey. Some people are not limbs of your tree or leaf that has to blow off. You got a journey that you're going on and everybody's not going to go on it with you. And when you when you get confused and you're, you're hurting and you're wondering why this happened to me, why are they leaving me? Think about Jesus and what he went through. He had 12. All 12 left him at one time. One betrayed him, another denied him, and they left him. And there were some things he had to go through by himself, but it builds our character and we have to learn to rely on God. If you don't believe in God, you've got to learn to rely on a, a higher power because you know inside you that there is something higher, something greater than us. And that's what you have to rely on to push you to the next level. But never, never, never allow anyone who's coming against you with their hatred and their venom and their words and their actions to cause you to get down on their level. You step around them and move on. Now, there may be times when you will have to set them straight because I have come to that point because people keep to think that you think that you've got a welcome sign written across your chest and they can just wipe their feet on it. You know, I have had to nicely tell people, even in the church, look, what you're wanting me to do, Charmin Tissue gets paid for that. So I'm not the stuff that you wipe your behind with. No. And yes, I said that. Charmin gets paid for that. My mouth don't cut. I do not kiss behind. I do not run on. No, I don't. I'm not worshiping you. You're not the allness of the muchness. And I've had to let family members know that. I will go so far with you and that's it. And it's, a, and it's an act of maturity. I will allow, I will lend you my hand. I will lend you my knee. I will do my arms to help you. I will even lend you my shoulder. 
but I will never lend you my head for you to step on, for you to get to the next. You will not step on my head and dishonor me. And we have to get to that point. It doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, because I've seen men be mistreated the same way and drugged through the same thing. And then when we finally realize what we've allowed, we get angry and frustrated and mad at the individual when it was us that allowed it in the beginning. So sometimes you have to draw a line in the sand and say no. No, 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 no. Because in the past, I've, I, I've come from a household that's has been very giving and very helping and loving and all of this stuff. And we're still that. But we've had to learn boundaries because people will manipulate you and take advantage of you. Family, friend, and foe, you know, they will do that. They will try to set you up, try to steal from you, rob from you, and whatever. I've watched people come in my house and steal stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, really? All you have to do is ask me. But you can't keep taking from me. And I've had people that would call me in the middle of the night asking for stuff. That I, if I was woke, I wouldn't have given them. But because I'm half asleep, I'd get me to say, yeah. And then they say, well, you said, yeah, you're bound by your word. But they never kept theirs. So I got to the point, and I prayed about it, that when the phone would ring in the middle of the night and people say one, and I would automatically say no. I haven't said anything. No. 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 Whatever you ask them for, the answer is no. So they quit calling me in the middle of the night asking for stuff. Because that's how people do. That's how they try to manipulate you and twist stuff in order to get what they want. And it's not wrong to say, hey, you know what? I'm done. I'm moving on. Love you, but I got to do something better. Because I'm going to deal with I want to be at the best me that I can be. And that's what I'm working on. It's the best me. And in order to do that, sometimes we even have to deal with past offenses in our life. In order to work to walk through forgiveness, you have to look at what the offenses were, see who caused them, and say, "Okay, Lord, I'm lying, laying at your feet. Feet, I'm gonna forgive them." Now it's a walk. Forgiveness is a walk, and it's like getting cut that stays so a long time, even though it's healed up. You have to be careful. You just have to keep your distance sometimes and keep moving in order for you to make it to the next level, and then it gets easier. And it gets easier and it gets easier. And you can see that person. But you always need to remember some things that have happened. People people seem to think forgiveness is forgetting. No, God has a sea of forgetfulness. We don't have one. And some there are some things we need to remember so that we never go down that road again with that individual. We never open up the door to that again. And there are some people I've had to skate away from. Even this week, I've got a friend request on social media from somebody. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, no. Now I ain't heard from you in 39 years. And it was drama then. And uh, there's some issues with you now that I've heard. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. There's no reason for us to, there's nothing to rekindle. Because what was done was really intense. And I'm not mad at you. I don't hold any ill will, but we ain't going to open up the door to go down that road again because I don't know what your mindset is and we're not going to do that. I'm not mad at you, but I'm moving on. And when you move on, you move on. There's some doors that have to remain shut till we get to the other side in heaven. And there's some people that you have to distance yourself from. And they may be family members. You love them, but you got to distance yourself from them because they don't understand love. My sister and I talk about it all the time. 
And she gets a little frustrated with some of her friends because our definition of love is different from some people's definition. Some people's definition of love is, oh, if you love me, you'll give me everything that I ask for. You'll do whatever I want and you won't question anything. That's not love. Love says no. Love will hang you on the cross from the sixth to the ninth hour. That's what love does. Yes, it does. And love says no. Love does not say yes. Love demands growth. Love demands discipline. Love demands self-control. Love demands that. It doesn't give an account. It doesn't keep count of a suffered wrong. But it didn't say it didn't remember it. But it also keeps moving. So, and I've I've discovered that, and I've told my sister, I said, sometimes we we give too much because we love. And if we love an individual, we have to allow them to grow and we have to allow them to endure some things. Because we try to make ourselves God and we are not God. He said, Thou shalt have no other God before me. So sometimes there's some situations we get in with people, it's because we try to be God. We try to be the allness of the muchness and of their protector and their provider and all of that. That's not what he's called us to do. That's his job. We can't do it anyway. He never sleeps. We do. And I've learned that lesson the hard way, that I have to allow people to grow and to walk. It's like dealing with a baby. You got to let them grow. You got to let them walk. You got to let them learn some things. You don't want to throw them to the alligators. But there's some things that have to be have to be experienced and some and we have to we have to let people go and sometimes people are in our life for a short moment sometimes they're in there for a long moment it just depends there are a few people that will walk with us all the way through there's some will walk so far and some they're only supposed to pass through to drop something off it may be information uh it may just be a smile and then they're gone to their next level it's when we try to hold on to people and things that we get into trouble. Only person we need to hold on to is God. He's the one that we hold on to the most. Doesn't mean we don't need to hold. Doesn't mean we need to love. Don't need to love family and be there and, and care for them. But the individual that we need through every stage of life is God, because all along the way somebody's going to drop off. They are, and they were only supposed to get us to a point, and then we have to move on with God deepen our walk with him. So I want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, he loves you. He hasn't forsaken you. And he knows he sees your tears, the pain you're going through, the frustration, all the hurt, all the offenses. Lay him at his feet and hold on to him because he loves you and he's got your back. And if you're the one who's did the offending, Go to him. There's nothing you can't, they, there's nothing you haven't done that he won't forgive you for. That's what Jesus died on the cross for. All you got to do is press in and ask him. And before I close, I just want to say a prayer for you and encourage you to keep walking in your walk with, with Jesus and get closer to him. No matter what's going on in the world or in the government or on TV, God has not forsaken us as a people as an individual, as a family, as a nation. He's got this. I had to tell a friend of mine the other day, she was like, Wanda, with the, he's got Congress, he's got the White House, he's got us. And sometimes God has to allow us to see what's been festering 
in order for them to, uh, for a part of a body to heal, sometimes they have to go in and cut it out, cut out the cancer. But you got to look at where the cancer is, cut it out, and do the treatments, chemotherapy, radiation, whatever it is, for the healing to come. And right now, a lot of things need to be exposed. We have to keep pressing in, walking in love, which doesn't mean we say yes to everything. Maybe we say no and take a stand. Shining our light for what's right. Loving our fellow man. That's what we have to do. No matter what they believe or what they don't believe. We got to walk in love. So I want to encourage you on that. But I want to say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and your peace and your joy. For keeping us this day. We thank you and we lift up those who are listeners. Father, we ask you to touch them in their homes. Go in there. There's someone, Father, who's having financial difficulty, Father. We thank you that you're making a way out of no way. And then we release your angels, your ministering spirits to go forth and bring forth those things that are needed for them. Your word says in Philippians that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And Father, I lift up my brother and sister now in you that you are doing it. Father, we bind any hurt, harm, or danger that would try to come to everyone that's listening or their homes or their loved ones, Father. We bind any sickness, Father, we lose your health and your healing and your word, and we plead the blood of Jesus upon everyone listening, Father. We ask that your will be done in Jesus' name. Use them as a light and an anchor in this world, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name that you're working in their lives, that you're anointing their tongues to speak your words of life. Father, that you're giving them new direction. You're giving them new ideas, Father. We, we speak prosperity, health, healing, and wholeness, in every area of their life, Father, and whoever this is that's in an abusive relationship, Father, we ask you to touch their hearts right now. Open a door and move that obstacle out of their way so they can get to where you would have them to be, Father. Deliver them now in Jesus' name. You've got this, Father. I thank you. You love them and to that individual. God hasn't forsaken you. He sees your prayer. He sees your tears. And he's moving right now to get you where you need to be. All you got to do is rise up like he told the man sitting there at the pool of Bethesda. Rise up, take up your bed, and walk. God has opened the door for you. Take that take that opportunity and run with it. In Jesus' name we pray, Father, and we thank you. This is Cree Mitchell saying, I love you, God loves you. Be in peace.